Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. That talks about the 10-year note potentially being at 13 or 14% in the next seven years. Yes, folks, the 10-year note, which currently today is up about 4.7%. Rick is out talking about it potentially going as high as 13%. We got to talk about that. Let's talk about what Altos Research says is going on with inventory. Let's talk about Airbnb. Let's talk about some Fed speak. Lots and lots of stuff going on today. But of course, we have to start talking about the JOLTS report. Remember, folks, what is the JOLTS report? Why do we look at it each month? Why is it important? The job market is strong. I believe we peaked with job openings roughly 11 million. I think it was 10.8, maybe 10.9 million job openings. We have been on a downward trajectory. Last month, we came in at sub 9 million. The number was, again, roughly 8.8. Expectations for the JOLT report this morning was for a slightly down month, but still, roughly speaking, at 8.8 million. What did we get? We got a beat. We not only got a beat, we got a significant beat. Folks, the numbers came in at 9.6 million. 9.6 million. Now, the data just came out. I haven't had a chance to go through it. Could there be some seasonality, some holiday shopping, some hiring because of strikes? I don't know, but let it be said. Job openings breaking the trend will catch the Fed's attention. Now, they will not make any moves on one single number. It's not that. But it is something that we need to watch. We need to understand because there could be just easy explanations. I'm going to try to dig into it later today, see if I can figure out what they were. But headline number, job market is still strong. Now, again, This report today is the JOLTS report. Tomorrow is ADP. Friday is the big, big, big number. Again, remember, we're expecting 150,000. We're hoping for a slightly lower number than that. This week is all about Friday, but the JOLTS report undoubtedly probably is sending the 10-year note higher uh, because, again, all signs are the job market is still rather robust. So, yeah, that'll catch your attention. All right, how about Airbnb? Airbnb's CEO. Airbnb's CEO wants you to lower your prices. Yes, the Airbnb CEO says the hosts must lower their prices and they must compete with hotels. Well, frankly, sir, your platform doesn't help people do that. Your platform got fat and lazy because you had two good years of increased demand. 
You, sir, have not innovated on your platform, and it is you, sir, that have a problem. I just think it is uh, arrogant when uh, the platform kind of posts or pokes at the hosts. Yeah, no, that's on you, buddy. You need to own that. You need to get your house in order. You need to clean that up. So again, and Airbnb is going through its own pain, less occupancy, more, more supply, less demand. It's a whole thing. But it is really interesting that the CEO of Airbnb blames the hosts and asks them to lower prices. I don't know. Maybe lower your fees, buddy. All right, how about the Fed? We've had some lots of Fed speak this week and lots more to come. I will give you both extremes. Bowman on the hawkish, uh, Bostic on the dovish. Uh, what did Bowman say? Michelle Bowman. Multiple rate hikes may be required to bring inflation down. Yes, folks, Michelle Bowman, I think, currently wears the mantle as the most hawkish Fed president. She is sticking to her guns of a, at least one more rate hike this year and perhaps multiple more to come. All right, that's one person's opinion. How about Bostic? Bostic is out this morning. He is saying things like, I want us, aka the Fed, to hold rates steady for a long time. What is a long time? I would argue a long time is a year or more. My estimation, not his, he did not give a time frame. He just said long term, long time. Two, not in a hurry to hike again. Folks, the hikes are over. They're going to parade people out like Michelle Bowman to, to sound hawkish. They're going to make lots of threats. They're done. Not coming. It's over. And then next, the last one from Bostic is the Fed can be patient as the economy rolls to 2% inflation. So again, you get the hawkish, you get the dovish. Again, my feeling hasn't changed in a long time. They're done hiking. They're going to try and hold steady all next year. I don't know that they're going to. A couple of months ago, I told you I thought that last quarter point hike was a mistake. I thought they should have stopped at five and they pushed it to five and a quarter. I don't know that they're going to be able to hold. I think there's a lot of things behind the scenes that are starting to be significant headwinds for the economy. Now, the JOLTS report may disagree with us, but that again is job openings. We'll see uh, what Friday's actual job growth or employment growth is, but we're a few days away. How about Altos Research? Folks, did you know that historically speaking, active inventory doesn't grow as we exit summer into fall and winter? It's generally a slow season. Would it shock you that this season is different? It shouldn't. If you've been watching the channel, it shouldn't. What is happening now with rates at 8%? We are having more active listings. Now, inventory is still down year on year, and I'll give you that number now. Year on year, active inventory is still down 5%. But the fact that we have inventory growth, inventory week on week was up 1.3% tells you, in my opinion, that demand is being wiped out because our active, our new listings aren't accelerating. 
It's just the old listings are stacking up. So what does that mean? It means you and I, the ones that have been talking about days on market, you and I can go hunting. If you have to sell in the winter and you have to sell with an eight handle on mortgage, you're probably motivated. Now, if you happen to be selling a home that is a luxury home, you got a problem. You are going to take a haircut. If you happen to be selling a property below the median that is clean, move-in condition, you're probably okay. But if you have a property below the median that just doesn't have that it factor, yeah, you're probably going to get a disrespectful offer from someone like me or somebody who does the work because we want to test you, the seller. We want to see just how motivated you are. We don't care what the cost of capital is. We are going to be writing offers that are great deals today. That means you're probably going to get a price below what you are expecting. You can say no, but trust me, we're going to follow up in a couple week, weeks and we're going to test your resolve. So folks, if you follow one rental at a time, you know we're only doing great deals. We're writing disrespectful offers. We're following up. We are doing the work. Real estate investing is never easy, but you can do it. I believe in you. Get a buy box. Get the daily discipline. Get the habits. Learn your market. It's right there for you. Get after it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, plunk down 400 bucks, buy the course, if you don't want to do that, you, for 50 bucks, you can get the deep dive buy box discussion and you can start learning your area. So links are below, website, all that stuff. Uh, what else did the Altos research say? Oh, this is a good one. 37.5% of listings have a price cut. Now, I would love to hear from Altos research and Michael uh, specifically. What is the spread between above the median and below the median. My guess is above the median has a larger percentage of price cuts because the luxury market is dead. It's just dead. Below the median, my guess is less than 37.5%. But I don't know that. It's a pure guess. You know what? You guys watch your buy box every day. Let me know what you think. Uh, oh, here's the last thing. Altos Research expects home prices, median home price for 2023 to be up 1%. Folks, I want to remind you that last year I called for home prices to be flat, plus or minus 1%, and I got a lot of hate. I got a lot of hate from the crash bros and the doomers and the people that watch that garbage. They said some nasty things, but... Alas, we held our guns, and we were right again. How about the, oh, I did the Jolts report already. Oh, let's talk about the 10-year. Rick Santelli. Rick Santelli, he's a CNBC host. Uh, if you don't know who that is, Rick Santelli. He did a video yesterday on the halftime report, I believe, where he brought out the fancy charts and the graphs. The net of the story is, he thinks there's a chance that the 10-year note goes to 13%. Now, he did say 
13% over the next seven years. So it's not a straight line. It's a meandering up, if you will. What does that mean? Let's say Rick is right. I'm not saying that. I think 13% 10-year note crushes economies, crushes countries, crushes governments, crushes business. But that said, what if he's right? What if he's right? So the 10-year note at 13% means mortgages are at 16 or 17%. Okay. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have a lot less transactions. We're going to have a lot of creative financing. It will be 1981, 1982, and 1983 all over again. And if you don't have the 50-year spreadsheet, go get it. It's on my website. It's free. It's right there in the bottom right corner. Download spreadsheet or whatever it says. Go look at what happened to housing in 81, 82, and 83. Second, just again, we're just playing what if. Rick is right. If you like it, lock it. Don't bet on arms. Don't bet on all of these things. 30-year debt, cash flow day one. No alligators. No betting on appreciation. None of that stuff. Only write deals that cash flow with 30-year debt that you can get today. It's the only game in town. It's the only game in town. So lastly, a couple of things. Again, one rental at a time. If you don't, if you've had excitement about getting started in real estate investing and you haven't done it this year, it is Q4. I strongly suggest you buy the course 399, how to get started one rental at a time. Join the Facebook group with thousands of folks doing the work every day. Just get discipline. The market is slowing down. You can actually learn your market today. Do the work so that you're ready in Q1. Lots of you wanted to do something this year and you haven't done it yet. Second, we now have sold 145 tickets to our event in Las Vegas, February 17th and 18th. We only have 120 tickets left. I wanted to announce that Casey from Brick by Brick Wealth has agreed to come out. So we have another amazing millionaire and guest that will be speaking. Folks, you want to be here. There will be an event. There will be a session at these two-day event that helps you move the needle forward in your relationships, in your financial future, in your stocks. You're going to be around hundreds of other people doing the work. This is not a rah-rah event. This is a collection of people doing the work. You want to be there. You want to, you want to create five new relationships at this event. It's 199 bucks for 20 plus hours of content, a concert from the Broken Spectacles, endless networking, all of those things. I don't know why you're not there. I don't know why you haven't bought the ticket. It is, frankly, should be a lot more expensive. It's only 199 because we are also going to celebrate 50,000 subs. And then finally, we got a congratulations. Uh, Salbi, hopefully I'm pronouncing that close to correct. Congratulations on, I believe it was your third deal, if I remember the email. Congratulations on doing the work. Uh, your card will go out in the mail. It is already stamped and ready to rock and roll. Folks, have a wonderful day. I believe in you. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Later.